don't retaliate, buddy. They have their they have their opinions. Yeah, and they're wrong. Yeah, but like, like don't this learn. Is, I have this platform. I'm not in there. I'm not yeah. in there answering like a thousand views. That's yeah. right. You know what they and you know what they say. Opinions are like buttholes. They're wrong. Right. <laughs> <laughs> on today's episode, David hates on Taylor Swift. That's just not true. David defends billionaires. That's that is also not true. And David details his grand conspiracy that connects Rams owner Stan Kroenke to the death of Princess Di. What? Oh, hold on. Yeah. Maybe. Find out. This is overarching. I'm Colin. I'm David. And I'm Bradley. And this is Overarching, a podcast about St. Louis, by St. Louis. For St. Louis. For St. Louis. In St. Louis. By St. Louis. Six St. Louis. Uh, Let's do the pledge. (laughs) Let's do the pledge. (laughs) I pledge allegiance to Gregory FX Daly, the one to whom we owe it all, and to our taxes, which we prefer to be paid by billionaires at a rate at least equal to, but preferably more, way more than your average person, and to the county or greater metro area in which all St. Louis-based billionaires have at least one house, stop blocking all measures, including but not limited to a city-county merger to let the city get our hands on that sweet, sweet billionaire cash. 1% 1% to the god of yellow envelopes ignored by all. Speaking of the county, St. <clears throat> Louis County, did you hear? Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? Do you know anything that goes on in St. Louis County because uh, you don't live there? I don't, um, except this one but thing. We barely live there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, it's worth noting canonically on this show, I'm the one actual city resident. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're moving to the city this year. We're moving back to the Are city. you? Yes, we're moving back to the city this year. That's news. Is it's it? Not, it's, it's not a... We, we are... Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. <laughs> also, <laughs> also, if you don't know, the, if you don't know the lore of Brad, Bradley and David, uh, they were one year away from being in uh, common law marriage. Common law marriage. Thanks, Missouri. Yep. Sorry. Well, you can thank Bren for that. Yeah, and then and then uh, then some that. woman came and broke him up. Ugh. We forgot. And, and to, we forgot. Speaking to do of the, women, uh, is the St. Louis County logo a vagina? <laughs> that was such a good turn. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this is a debate uh, amongst ourselves, amongst the three of the four of us, really. Um, I think it's probably a debate amongst, amongst more than a lot just of people. The four of us. Yeah, uh, put it up on the put it yeah. up on the screen. Let's talk about this real quick. So it was what a month ago now. Yeah, uh, what is it? A ninety thousand dollar rebrand or something like that? Yes, but let's be very clear. Um, the St. Louis County rebrand rebrand rebrand. Yes, it's ah. wow. <laughs> we should start calling it the St. Louis <laughs> County rebrand. <laughs> oh my gosh! Um, but so it wasn't just the logo. It wasn't just the um, slogan. Um, there. It's the slogan, if you will. Yes. Wait, there there's was, a new slogan too. Yes, oppor- the, it's oh. opportunity. Something what opportunity center thrusting forward. That's how bad it is. I forgot it. It's what two words, the, and I forgot it. What's uh, the old slogan? It's called opportunity central. Is it like opportunity period central period? No, like, just oh. opportunity central. Pro con, like why is it? Why isn't it? Oh, okay. Pro. Pro vagina. Yes. I'm a feminist. First of all, I was going to say <laughs> I don't <laughs> want to be the person that says anti vagina. <laughs> Um, it's pro vagina because it yeah. is, especially the top part. Like it is, and if you turn it upside down, um, okay, I see it more <laughs> when it's, when it's upside down. This. I see, I see it more when it's upside down. I see it more when it's upside down. Okay. Um, well, I rest my case. Um, I see a, <laughs> I see a man with a hat on with a, like a little feather. Like one little like feather in the front. Looks like it could be like a court jester. You know, I, that's exactly what. So, um, is, you're trying to figure out what's if in there's there. There's hallucinogens. No, 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 in no, no, no. I see. Okay, whatever the image is, put it up somewhere. Ian, um, spent up the sorry, whole time. Sorry, um, I see that you can see the two eyeballs and all that. I see like like a tongue going through his mustache right there, and I see like a little feathered thing on the front. 
It's, I see. I see that. I see that. I I do see the the tongue part. This all could have been uh, remediated if you just filled in. Yeah. 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 That area. Yes. But yeah. It's so. Th- and the the trick is like I'm sure it has something to do with. Oh, there's even like a fallopian thing going. On. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Wow, they got the tubes. If you if you stuck with a more traditional Florida, this way having to do concentric circles and wait, wait, wait. lines. Stuff I thought and, Missouri was like wholly against like like reproduction rights. Yeah, they say girls. Ew. Yeah, <laughs> this is very progressive for St. Louis County. So fair. so here's yeah, and this, but it was because it was designed in the city. Yeah, <laughs> that's a really good one. <laughs> yeah. So like, hey, you decide. The thing I want to cap this off with is the quote from the press conference, which is like. Come on, man. So <laughs> Dr. Page one. said, and this is a, a quote um, I'm pulling it from Fox 2 now just because that's the first one I clicked on, good SEO'd guys. Um, Our region's population has been stagnant for decades. Yeah, the region and the city and, but but then we can't compete against ourselves. We must work as one. We want the Austins, the Nashvilles, and the other metro regions that have done a fine job of branding themselves to know that we see you, but we're also competing with you. One, okay, like this language about like work as one is like that. That sounds like very much like mergery talk. But we'll talk about why it, you know what it Austin, can't be and isn't. But, but here's Austin the thing: Austin and Nashville have good downtowns. Well, and <laughs> yeah, and here's the thing: you know what? You know what? When I think Nashville or Austin, and I think about like the brand of the city. I don't think about a logo or slogan. I don't think about their county. I, I th- well, but but not just the county. I don't think about a logo or slogan. I think yeah. about the culture and like it's the vibe that they've generated by like having cool neighborhoods, having cool downtowns, having like you know yeah. shit to do. Um, but two, like the whole like unity thing. The the biggest problem with this decision to make a new logo when you make an investment in a new logo for the county specifically, you know, on the heels of a failed push to find some unity between the city and county, it's an implicit statement that no matter how much you say we must work as one, it's an implicit statement that ain't nothing changing anytime soon. Hmm. You know what else could replenish a population? Having babies. So maybe, maybe there is a point to this at all. It is symbolic. Great, great job, everybody. Good job. My favorite part of this rebrand was their reasoning for the coloring, what they chose. And was the reasoning, said, was the reasoning the, for the coloring, oh, St. Louis City's interesting city red, city pink is really popular, so we're going to so steal the, that. It was, they were like, the, so city, city the red famous, and the, cardinals red. Oh. They were like, it's, it's like, it's a, it paying homage to that. And it famously famously two clubs that are located in St. Louis County. Oh, wait. Oops. Famously. If you take so much like cultural ownership of the sports teams in the city, why don't, baby, why don't we just merge? Why don't you do something Why don't we make this official, baby? Why don't we make this official? I I saw that, is this true? Um, I saw on TikTok this week that St. Louis is the only city in America that has all of their sports stadiums downtown. Um, I believe so. I mean, Pittsburgh. Are they all downtown? So you've got the Pirates, you got the Penguins, you got the Steelers. If the Steelers, where are the so Penguins the, downtown? I, I, I'm, I'm not, not sure if the Penguins are downtown. So I know the I know the Pirates and Steelers are downtown. But hold on, let me check. Gotcha. Well, the important part is that it feels true. And um, yeah. Also, this isn't red. It's like it's like maroonish. Yeah, it's like magenta. Yeah, but they said they specifically said because we chose they're because they're close to the Cardinals, but not quite. Just is yeah, that what it it's is? Just so <laughs> it's just so ridiculous their reasoning behind it. Yes, the ninety thousand dollars is a lot of money. Um, that this money, looks like it was made on Canva. What's up? This looks like it was made on Canva. I mean, it probably was. Which is, I mean, no shade on Canva. No, I no, use no. Canva you can do time, a lot of. I'm also not being paid ninety thousand dollars to design a logo for a. By the way, PPG, uh, the stadium in which the Penguins play in, is technically not like downtown, but it's kind of like our downtown West. Does PPG stand for Papa Penguins? Uh, it's, it, <laughs> yes. yes, it does. It's the Paints. The oh, paint that's company. right. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Pittsburgh um, Paint Group. Pittsburgh Penguins. There you go. PPG Pittsburgh. Penguins. 
Yeah. No, they're basically so. And I what actually love Pittsburgh. Wins. I think Pittsburgh and St. Louis are very similar cities. Um, I really do. Also, all the three of their sports teams are yellow, white, and black. So I can. I love that. That the, all three the of the unity teams, of the unity of that city. And their bridges are yellow. Like that, there's so much like brand recognition of Pittsburgh. Hey, St. Louis County, if you want to do a good job of branding your friggin' area, look at Pittsburgh. All right, I'm gonna follow up on your statement. Yeah, yeah. St. Louis's downtown isn't great, but like those cities, Austin and Nashville and Jacksonville, like the the cities that have like merged, city county. Yeah. Uh, all downtowns were bad. In the in the eighties and nineties, yeah. early two thousands, urban like, renewal, right? And it's like including ours, and yeah. frankly, ours is better than it was then. Yeah. Did I mention crime was down twenty percent? That was last week. Did we mention um, the uh, the million but, times that we've mentioned? <laughs> but what do you think made those downtowns better? A new logo. Have exactly having the tax money from the county. I will say though, Missouri needs a new flag. Sure, it's one of, of the many, many, many uh, bedsheet flags. One of the many, many, many... sheet flags. Yes, that's what, that's like what they're called in the vexillological community. Yeah, they're called yeah. SOBs. Yeah, seal on a bed sheet. Yeah. States are... states Right now, lots of states are going through their vexillological, vexillological changes. Minnesota just had... This is not Missouri-related, yes. um, but I it love does it. start with but an I love M. Minnesota. It does. Um, the Minnesota just released their new flag to, to get away from their SOB flag. People were pumped, and then they They weren't. picked the worst one. <laughs> they were yeah. like, oh my gosh! Look, one thing that we all agree on. Yeah. And honestly, the government was like, no, nah, we're doing the other one. <laughs> honestly, honestly, the, the one with the curvy lines was my favorite. Yeah. But also, speaking of just like shouting out YouTubers that are bigger than us, um, JJ McCullough, our favorite Canadian who commentates on all things North America, specifically Amer- the US of A. Has some weird conservative takes. Because, yeah. Um, but it was, and this is a like, ah, interesting in the way that I don't know if I agree with all of it, but it does like open up a, side of the thing that I haven't thought about. It's like, cause I would say due to Roman Mars, I was very like vexillology pilled. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. In, yeah in 99, like, that one ninety nine percent invisible episode. Yes. You know, <laughs> yeah, I know exactly which one you're talking about. <laughs> um, it's usually a sign of a bad take when the, the take is has X gone too far. Um, but, but, but there is like a trajectory of flag redesigns. Like I think like, yes, a lot of flags could and should be redesigned, but like the strictness to with which they're holding themselves to this kind of random set of guidelines is kind of making everything a little bit like, I am really excited for the day when I'm not sure if they had um, flags already put up for this or not, but when they do put it up, them waving a white flag all through. St. Louis County. There's a, we admit it. Yeah. Fine. It's like, you got us. <laughs> you got us. There you have it. All right. I think it's time for three, one, four, two, five. Three, one, four, two, five is the love child of a top five and a tier list. If you don't get it, you, you will. You will. Today's three, one, four, two, five is actually more of a. Actually. Four, two, five, uh, three, six. Four, two, five, three, six. Because um, there are no good billionaires. And our our three one four two five is uh St. Louis billionaires. Yeah. Because of we, which there are like seven or eight. Is something it, like that. Are we talking about right actual now? people or are we talking about like a old timey baseball team based in St. Louis? Because that seems like actual people. The St. Louis Supremos. The St. Yeah. Louis billionaires. If we had a number one, um, we wouldn't because the best billionaire isn't. Yes. There's no such thing as a good billionaire. And you either have all... to be good or you can be a billionaire. Yes. Yes. All right. So let's start with three, which is kind of four. All right. Roger Riney. Roger Riney. Who dat? Roger Riney. You may know the name specifically from Scott Trade. Mm. Scott Trade. Um, oh, a... Riney. Rhymes. With Heine. Oh, I'm not going to lie. Great observation skills. Thank you. Love it. Yeah, that took that took a lot of guts. Butts. So he has a net worth of... Unethical excess. As of last year. Uh, which places him at number five or six-ish. Something like that. 
Um, it, it changes so frequently. Like number five or six issue. In, in terms of in terms of on, the, uh, on the St. Louis Rich list. Oh, gotcha. On the St. Louis Wealth list. Uh, so Riney co-founded that discount brokerage that we all know as Scott Trade um, in 1980. Um, so what, are, then, what is a discount brokerage? Were you about to ask the same thing? No, no. I was going to say, hey, nineteen eighty, a prime time to get into you know securities and trading. Very true. Uh, but you're right. <laughs> Which yes. is hence hence why yes. they were like Reagan's coming in, baby. We're going to yeah. double down. Oh, what is what is a discount <laughs> brokerage firm? The everyday person could more easily access, like get into. Trading, stock market? get into trading and into uh, stock okay. markets. Just, just the ease of access was there through Scott Trade. That's kind of what. So he's an accessibility king, is what you're saying. <laughs> he's like the Robin Hood of 1980. He's like the Robin Hood of billionaires. I don't like this. I don't like this anymore. <laughs> I don't like talking about billionaires. I, Number dude, one, maybe we should not talk about billionaires. Surprise! I'm honestly surprised. No, no, no. Surprised that like no. someone, someone dealing, someone who made their billions off of dealing in financial instruments, it's wild that they're only a three and not wildly lower. Let's hear more about him. The reason he's number three, he has donated $40 million to Washington University to research the condition and develop treatments of the neurodegenerative illnesses that he is afflicted by. Oh. Um, so, so he selfish. Don- yeah, <laughs> totally. He donated a further $16.5 million in 2020 to that cancer institute for more research. He is he's donated a lot of his wealth but at the same time not enough. Uh, not enough. Yeah, so, 40 million dollars is like yes, nothing. Not enough. Um but so Tip. Forbes has a list of their Forbes 400 uh rich people in America. All that stuff. The the, the Forbes 400 under 400. 400 under four, That's really good. Um they give that's a philanthropy infl- that's infl- score. That's on inflation, baby. They give a philanthropy score 1 through 5. Um, one being like you that you're not doing any philanthropy at all, you little numbskull. Um, and five being, wow, you're actually doing a lot of philanthropy for being a billionaire. Um, he has a philanthropy score of two, which not enough. Oh, you ready for this? Over fifty percent of all billionaires have a one philanthropy score. As Holy we wow. said, no one. good billionaires. No good billionaires. <laughs> Over fifty percent of all billionaires were given a one philanthropy score by Forbes. And Forbes the, the famous Forbes. arbiter of, of generosity and yeah. goodness, Forbes magazine. Yeah, for real. <laughs> That's saying something. Wow. Wow. All right. So I put Roger at three, four in this scenario. Once again, um, the bell curve just. You can put him anywhere. But from what <laughs> I have heard discussion. and I have like met people around St. Louis who have met Roger and his family, he's a decent human being. Maybe this segment should be right? called five, 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 five. 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 Yeah, yeah. <laughs> honestly, Love it could be okay. Let's, so right. let's jump to one, which is actually two, which is actually five, which is actually five. <laughs> uh, Dave Stewart, you know this guy um, from being the CEO and founder of Worldwide Technology. Ooh. Um, he his net worth is now around unethical excess, being around the third wealthiest um, person in St. Louis. And this is why he's the top of our list. Uh-huh. All right. Um, he is one of eight kids. His father was a janitor, trash collector, and regularly lived himself paycheck to paycheck. Like at one point, sorry, like I'm crying. Like just had, had like he worked, he worked for his, he worked for his money. Is what I'm saying. He, he worked is, for he worked for his hundreds of thousands, self, maybe even worked for his millions. Yes, he is he is what people call self-made. He's living living paycheck to paycheck, but and then one day he lived that American dream and became a billionaire. What what is that thing you always say, Bradley? That uh, most Americans like the reason why they can't get behind like taxing the wealthy a fair amount is because they view themselves as temporarily deposed millionaires. It's like one of these days I'm gonna get. Oh, interesting! I'm gonna be on top. So is you know, Dave? That, that's because the propaganda runs deep, baby. Are you saying that Dave Stewart is the one person where this actually worked for? Um, is I, there is there any part to the story where he was living paycheck to paycheck, or is there any part to the story that's like between him living paycheck to paycheck and him having six billion dollars? Yeah, or did he, he just it, like not buy Starbucks and go out to eat as much, and then became became a billionaire? Well, here's he probably bought real estate when you could afford real estate because now you can't. Even paycheck to paycheck, probably. 
Dude, living paycheck to paycheck, you probably could still afford real estate back then. I don't know if that, I mean, like, I think that by very definition, paycheck to paycheck means that you can't afford anything I know, else. I know, I'm just <laughs> being pedantic. Uh, are you, you rank this billionaire number one. Does that mean David likes billionaires? I've met Dave. He seems nice. Is it, are you, are you David bias? No. Uh, I am David biased. People that go by David instead of Dave. I, I do appreciate that. I'm not a Dave. I grew up right next to uh, two guys named Dave. Like they specifically went by Dave, and I was mm. like, I don't want to go by Dave. That's like my whole life. Now these are good guys. Too, so too bad. I'm, 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 from, I just Dave, was like, I'm okay cool. with people being Dave. Just don't force your lifestyle down my throat, Dave. <laughs> Dave. Dave sounds like I'm an elementary school teacher, which is cool. Dave, Mr. Um, Dave. I'm just not. I'm just not. Yeah. Anyways, too, too, too bad. The founder of Worldwide Technology. Living, living, right? living right next door to two Daves means that. Either way, you walked home from school that day. You did have to go by Dave. Two days. Oh, sitting in very a good. That was incredible. Did you hear that? No, I was busy doing my two Daves sitting well, in watch, a hot watch, tub watch six feet apart because they're not Dave. <laughs> Stewards set up the Steward Family Foundation, which distributes over 350 grants in Missouri and 275 in St. Louis specifically. He has a philanthropy score of two. Wow. But Forbes also gives out a self-made score of one to 10 and he is a 10. So that's why he's top of the list. The, um, and you know, still, like Forbes magazine, it seems uh, like they're dragging these people. It's just like everybody gets a one. Uh, or two. First of all, like all great wealth is fundamentally built on exploitation. Like that. It only exists yes. that way. Cause it's, it's also like, it, it's like these people all sort of share the same, like kind of ebb and flow. they, Made their billions, and then they were philanthropists to some extent. That's a word. We're just going to go with it. And it's, but it's like if you, if you pile a bunch of turds on one side of the scale of justice and then later pile a bunch of cash on the other side of the scales of justice, enough to maybe balance it out, turds are still there. <laughs> uh, number four, do you have any stab or five in this case? Uh, do you have any stabs at this one? At, uh, um, a St. Louisan through and through, except a St. Louisan through and through, except he's not anymore. Except he's kind of not. He left. Um, he left us. But it, uh, yeah. local local company that employs a lot of people still. Yes, that's a worldwide that goes company. by a different name now. Does it really? It's no longer. It's no longer that square. Oh, I was gonna. Yep. It's no longer square. We're talking about Jack Dorsey. Jack yeah. Dorsey, baby. Jack Dorsey. Well, you were anymore. talking about Twitter. The other company doesn't go by. Oh yeah, does, it, does Square not go by Square anymore? Square does not go by Square anymore. It goes by block. Oh, because now it's three dimensional. Yes. But also, and my favorite it's thing like, about it's it, fucking stupid. My favorite thing about Jack Dorsey is he calls himself not the CEO. He calls himself the blockhead. You know? How can you not love a guy like that? That's pretty funny. That made him more endearing than these first two guys. For, to me. Forbes gave him a five on humor. They gave him a, the Forbes gave him a four on philanthropy though. Oh, dang. They gave him a four on philanthropy. I've told you guys about this why during the he, COVID relief fund that like he gave away 25% of his net worth. So right now, other than him being a billionaire, all wins. So you, you bring yep. him down, bring him down to earth. And David. why is he a little bit higher? You're probably like, wait, why is he higher on, on this? A St. Louis, well, a blockhead, a dude, four. Dude spends his money wildly and like yes he like donated a lot of it to science um but the 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 wild things he says if just go read anything that he's written go look into conversations that he's had with elon musk god i hate saying that guy's name in he's, my mouth yeah, jack, Dorsey's, jack Dorsey's famously crazy yes famously nuts but does that make him bad? does that make him bad i I, but we've already established that being a billionaire sure. makes somebody bad. The, the baseline of bad. Yes, he's a billionaire. That's not what We that already know what for. that means. It probably does, though. Let's be ah, real. Fair. Um, uh, what? His self-made score is like a seven. What, ma what, like, what, what makes him worse than Dave Stewart? I, I put him a little bit higher on this list. Well, lower, I guess. Four five, on five, this five, five on this five, list, five. yeah, because of the image that he creates for St. Louis too, right? I like guess a lot true. of people around the country. Though? 
People know him as like a St. Louis. Fan. People, know, I feel like people look at John Hamm and they're like, "Oh yeah, he's St. Louis because he always is exuding yeah, St. And Louis." He, but like Jack Dorsey's not beloved. like, "I'm from St. Louis." You know, you know. No, but he definitely he definitely claims St. Louis. Sure, 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 sure. Like, he's, but he's not constantly out there talking about it and then being like, "I'm I'm from St. Louis. Look at sure. shit on the floor." It's like, it's, yeah, it's, you know, that's famously has done that. Yeah, has he? No. Okay. <laughs> I really, I don't know much. I about love that how you person. reacted in a way because you'd like, oh, billionaires might do that. I don't know. I mean, I mean, yeah. Just put, put just putting it put, up. Put there. another, put another stack on the sick yeah. of justice. Uh, so Sam, Sam Walton shit on my floor once. So, so, anyways, maybe uh, I just unethical. Used to be access before he bought all that Starbucks uh, and, and, <laughs> and went out to eat too much. Yeah, honestly, if he would have just stayed at home and cooked for himself. Uh, so block, he created blue sky, which is that new blockchain social media network that he launched a couple years ago that now actually has 2 million users at the end of this past year. We are not being crypto bros. I know you've, you invested in crypto and want it to be a thing. The, I believe in blockchain technology. I do. I do. You look like a fool right now. I don't. You look like a fool. No, Bitcoin's back up to 41. So 41, what? Thousand. 41 Bitcoins. No. That's one Bitcoin. It's up to 40. It's up to 41. Doges. Let's not go into blockchain technology on a St. Louis culture economics and development I mean, you're the, you're the one who says you're, you're, you're into it. So. Number two. <laughs> Let's not go into blockchain technology. No, I'm just out here trying to destroy your reputation, David. Uh, it's, it's been destroyed, buddy. How about we go back to worldwide technology? Oh, sure. Yeah. Let's go back. That's a great idea. I'm glad you just came up with it just now. Yeah, uh, Jim Cavanaugh is higher on this list. I honestly, I could have flipped Jack and Jim. I, I, it's an impossible way to rank these. All right, well, like, like we said, famously, five, 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 uh, five, five. you know, since I'm the purveyor of of, of really, I'm the purveyor of really accurate information on this podcast, and I've been <laughs> I've been known for that. Uh, Jim Cavanaugh, Brett Cavanaugh's brother. Great, <laughs> nailed it. Totally nailed it. No, Jim Cavanaugh, around unethical access. Uh, I actually know Jim. Um, I would not necessarily call him a friend, um, but uh, so let me get this. We've met you're several pro, times. You're a pro crypto and friends of the billionaire. I didn't say a friend. Remember, David Lemon, man of the people, uh, used to be the owner of St. Louis Football Club in the United States, the United Soccer League, of which St. Louis Football Club was a part of, and uh, regularly hung out with the Luligans because um, he was a man of the people for the club. Like he. He really got it because he himself was part of the 1984 Olympic uh, U.S. team. Oh, no way. He, he was a great, great soccer player. Played so at SLU. So he's rich and talented? Unbelievably talented soccer player. And he is, in my opinion, in my opinion, the biggest proponent and biggest reason we have St. Louis City Soccer Club. Oh. He is a minority owner. He Each time we had a push to get a MLS club in St. Louis, he was the largest proponent of getting the club here. Um, so why is he number two slash five and not? So his philanthropy score is one. His minority stake in the blues. He too. has a minority stake in the blues. Um, and as of 2022, he was appointed to uh, Stiefel's financial board. Um, so he's heavily involved in the economics of St. Louis. Um, the the reason the I put him Illuminati. The reason I put him so high. And here's here's the thing that we need to we I want to make clear: billionaires are people too. Barely. All right. I know that you guys might have different thoughts about that. All right. Billionaires are still people. Jim is a real person. And I, I like Jim. All right. From what I know about my time hanging out with him. It does. It does seem like, it, like if, if I, if I stopped going out to eat as much and getting coffee uh, and I became a billionaire, the, it just, it really, it does sound like he just is kind of just doing cool stuff with his money. He's just like, he oh, is the city. But, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna throw some money at but these here, teams. Here's, here's which is what something. Here's I a, a lot thing. of billionaires are like, yeah. sports, sports, sports. But here, here, like, it is a thing. Well, here, here's the wild thing: is like, you, you have to be so out of touch to be a billionaire. Period. Because if you were in touch at all with like the cultural zeitgeist, do you know like how much love, adoration, press, goodwill? you would buy forever, forever. Yeah. If you donated or like blind trust foundation, like all of your money above $1 billion. Like if you, if you said, I refuse to be a billionaire and voluntarily said, 
the money above, you know, nine 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 is yeah. is not mine. The headlines, the goodwill, the everything. Like, it'd be so easy, and at that point, cost you so little. Yeah. Because of what that surplus is, it is they, unfathomable I have a to the human thing. mind how much money that is. It would cost you basically nothing at that level to make yourself voluntarily not a billionaire and like you would be king of everyone's hearts. Yeah. So like and also still king yeah. of everyone's dollars. Yeah. yeah. It's funny you say that. Like I talk about um Paul McKee all the time and like just how much land and how much crap he's done in North City. If he somehow were to work with residents of North City and um but but also people and investors wanting to move into and like build a not like planned city, but kind of, you know, to build out a community land trust. Go look it up. Mm. I'm not going to get into community it. Yeah. Land trusts are great. We'll do, we'll, land, we'll do we an episode do on that at some point. But like yeah. if, if, if the St. Louis billionaires got together and with the community, we're like, you know what we can do? We can build a community land trust together with everybody that wants to like build out this community immediately people would be like, you know what, Paul? We forgive you. You're kind of a hero, man. You know, which is like weird to think about. To add, to add to Bradley's point, like if if the top 50 billionaires, I would, I'm, I'm just pulling this out of my butt, but like I'm, I'm sure it's even less than 50. Yeah. I'm sure it's probably more like 10. The top 10 billionaires even gave all of their money above $1 billion to blind trust institutions that better the community, whatever. I mean, like we just, we just wouldn't have any quality problems anymore. Zero. Yeah. Like it, I mean, it's that much money. I mean, it is, it is, I mean, it it's is, like the U S funding the military levels of money. It's, yes. It is, it is solve world hunger and house the world, homeless world, money. World hunger. Yeah. It and is, give everybody universal basic income. Yes. It's yeah. And it's just like, it is not just universal, like, like tens of thousands of universal mm-hmm. basic income. Everybody. It's, that's how much money is circulating right now. And anything else is propaganda and you're buying into it if you are mad. Yeah. So get out of the comment section. Yeah. Number five. A woman that you may not have heard of. A woman? Ew. <laughs> Missouri, 2022. <laughs> you may not have heard of, um, but you know uh, the her previous name. Cargill. Ever heard of that? <gasps> Yeah, that's her previous com- name. It's a company. That's that. That's the that's the arch of East St. Louis. Yes, is that uh, one is the giant arch of East St. Louis? Yeah, one giant tank that says Cargill on the Pauline McMillan Kineth, the largest shareholder of Cargill currently, likely unethical excess, the wealthiest person in Missouri. Oh, that's never good when you don't know for sure. Yes, the great granddaughter <laughs> of the Cargill founder, nepotism, 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 baby, the great granddaughter. Of the Cargill founder. She is 89 years old and is the great granddaughter. Nepotism baby. She's actively donates. You ready for this? This yeah. is why she's number five. Self-made score of one. Philanthropy score of one. Regularly donates to Josh Hawley's oh, campaign. No. So take that as you will. Josh Hawley. Ew. Not Missouri. Yeah. Listen, 2022. Take it as you will. Unfortunately. You ready for the hot hot? Let's do this as a take of like what let's let's feel what it feels like to be to see this seriously. <clears throat> you know, Josh Hawley's a person too. <sighs> How's that feel? I hope that's edited to make you look bad. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the weird thing though. Crypto. He, billionaires oh are people too. Josh Hawley's a person too. David Lemon right now. <laughs> Running on Reaganomics 2024. Oh my God. He is the she is the largest donor to Andrew Bailey's AG campaign. You know Andrew Bailey, nope. our current Attorney General oh, of Missouri. Probably How do you not know that? <laughs> All right. How do we not know that, guys? Probably not a good guy. Come on, uh, so, yeah, yeah, he's not a good who guy. Who supported and basically good... created the abortion ban in Missouri? Oh, not a good guy. Oh, All right. So you know, he was that. the one. He was the guy who said, who I quoted earlier. Yes. Women. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he created the emergency ruling for uh, the trans care bans. <sighs> um, all that. Um, She's 90. Once again, problem with billionaires, problem with extreme wealth is just whenever she dies, won't fix the problem. No, it'll still create nepotism upon, upon nepotism, baby. It's just what it is. Anyways, honorable mentions. All right, honorable mentions. Uh, Jack mention. Taylor, the founder of Enterprise. He had a net worth of- Unethical excess. And at the time of his death in 2016, age 96, he's still the wealthiest Missourian ever, all time. 
His fortune remains with the Taylor family, and that is the reason why we have St. Louis City Soccer Club. Now, I know a lot of you were saying, like, hey, we just did a 31425 on billionaires, and there was one person that popped into your mind when we said that, and then we didn't talk about him. And one, he didn't actually qualify for that list as much as he's associated with St. Louis. He's not actually a St. Louisan. But we are still going to talk about him. And as bad as you think he is, it's worse. David? It's not just worse. It's he's, like... He's the man from Mara. The man from... Is it Maro? Maro? I think it's Maro. Maro. Um, but let's talk about his wife first, shall we? Weave us a tale, David. And Walton. Whoa. Famously of Walton Mart. Famously of Walton Mart, $9.4 billion worth. She is the heiress to the Walmart fortune. Her sister Nancy um, and her inherited the stock from her father, Bud, who was the brother of Sam, who founded Walmart. Uh, she is the owner. And this is, I left her other last name redacted because this might give a hint. Everyone already knows. Everybody already knows. She's the owner of the Denver Nuggets of the NBA and the Colorado Avalanche of the NHL. And the holder of a marriage license that also features her crocky last name. A- Mr. Uh, Enos Stanley Cronky. Which and sounds, do you know, which do you sounds, know why? Which, and obviously, if you look on Wikipedia and all sounds, the things that I didn't... First of all, I didn't just do Wikipedia. This is this is research from people that I know, too, because of my days working in Because in of sports. all the billionaires he knows. All the... Okay. This really, this episode's making me look horrible. <laughs> Maybe I should stop talking. Anybody else want to talk? <laughs> why did you, why you, you decided to do a 31425? I did, I did. It's because it's interesting and people want to know about this. Platforming billionaire. Enos Stanley. Lemon. Enos, oh. oh my God, no. <laughs> okay, Enos Stanley Cronkey, named for Enos Slaughter. Stained for, oh. Famous for the Mad Dash in 1946, solidifying the third World Series since 1942, as, you know, effectively being the uh, Giants of the 1940s, 42, 44, 46, 44, famously the St. Louis World Series against St. Louis Browns. So this so this guy was named after baseball. He was named after baseball. And you know why uh, his name is Stanley? It's because it's Enos for Enos Slaughter and Stanley for Stanley for the Musial. For the cup, no. No. For the for the, for the, for the two for Stanley the cool, cups, for the cool cup. For the two Stanley Cups that he's won. What's, oh God, I hate Stan, that wait, guy. Stanley Cup is about hockey too? First of all, it's one that he's won. Stan, what? Stanley Cup's about hockey? Stanley, what are you talking no, about? No, Stanley Cup's about spending way too much money on an uh, insulated mug because it's a fad. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know where you guys were going I was, with that. I, I do want to say, just a quick aside, that like the NHL right now in this cultural cultural moment has like the opportunity to like do a discount version of what the NFL is doing with Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. I was just, the branding mm. opportunity yep. for the Stanley Cup, Stanley Cup, eh, is is there's a, there is a there is something to be had there and no one's taking advantage of it. Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. Anyway, Enos. So that, I don't know. That just irks me that he's named after two super famous St. Um, Louis baseball players. Wait, and, wait, and like a, wait a swan or two is like, great names. Stan is like one of the nicest people in the freaking universe. All right, like he would he would drive around St. Louis with his like he would have ball like tons of baseballs in his trunk and like see kids playing at um, just stadiums and fields uh, around St. Louis. And he would stop his car and get out and just like break out the balls and sign. Cause like his, his signature on a ball is, is basically valueless because everybody honey, honey has bear, it. Honey bear, honey bear. Uh, this is about Stan Kroenke. <laughs> did you know <laughs> that Stan Musial has uh, 1,815 hits at home and 1,815 hits on the road. Anyways, um, he is actually born in Mora. Missouri, Stanley, Cronky, Enos, Stanley, Cronky. Which is actually Mora. closer to. It's like really close to Sedalia. It's just is, south of Sedalia, which is closer to Kansas, Kansas. City. Yeah. yeah. All right. Currently lives in multiple places, has multiple residences. All right. You, you A millionaire do, with multiple residences. Are, are, we, so, are, we doxing, are we doxing people again? Oh, so, is this going to be our doxing billionaires episode? <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk to you about my favorite thing about Stan Cronky. We have to, before... I don't, I, I don't want to parlay this amazing fact because it, it is an amazing fact. I just love it so much. For those of you who don't know, which I'm sure most of you do, but I'm not from St. Louis originally, and I feel like there are other people like me who maybe aren't attached to football as much who don't know who this man is. Oh, should we set like the precedent? Yeah. Stan Kroenke, uh, current owner of the Los Angeles Rams, who were formerly the St. Louis Rams. Uh, from 1995 let, to 2015. 16. Gaslighted the city a couple years ago into thinking that he was going to 
stay in St. Louis with the Rams if we built him a new stadium. Starting in 2010, he started gaslighting. Sure, yeah, and 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 well, like, actually, when he bought the team in 1995, everybody went all up in a tizzy about it. We, we there's multiple referendums about new new stadium funding. Blah, blah blah blah, lots of conversation about it, and then he left anyway. And and wasn't it like again purveyor of totally accurate information on this podcast? Um, the didn't they strike a deal for a new stadium and then he left anyway? They didn't strike oh, a they deal. Oh, they never struck a deal? Okay. It was a $1.3 billion, $1.7 billion. I know that's a $400 million. But there was an amount business. of money that we were like, yeah, we're willing to do this. And he was we're, like, buy anyway. We're willing to, we yeah. were willing to put in a little bit of money. We were, yeah. we were negotiating in good faith. A North Riverfront stadium. And he stadium. pretended like we weren't. And, mm. then, and that's, like, that's like kind of the, the court findings. The reason we have this settlement is because the court findings were like, oh, you know, he... Was get, he was kind of like leading us on saying, well, if you give me a good enough proposal, we'll think about it. We're like, all right, let's put together a good proposal. And he's like, well, no, your proposal's not good enough. Meanwhile, behind the scenes, he'd been doing all the back deal dealings and the NFL had been saying bought like- Bought 60 meh, acres meh, of meh, land. Meh, 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 meh. Bought NFL. 60 acres of land in LA. Bought a bunch of more property in LA around it. You know, started doing all those deals out there while being a team in St. Louis. It was a whole thing. And now, yeah. and now we have, this. and all the yeah. owners had to vote on the move from St. Louis, and the Hunt family of Kansas City voted for them to move. Um, there was only two owners that voted for the uh, the Rams uh, against the Rams moving to LA, and one of them uh, abstained from being known, and the other one was a Cincinnati Bengals owner, which is why I'm a fan of the Cincinnati Bengals. Amen. There you go. And they're close enough. They're close enough. Um, in 2010, he started talking to the Hunt family, famously of ketchup fame. Uh huh. No. Um, actually, no. Um, I was going to say, was that why they were right? No. No. Um, but started talking to the Hunt family and was just like, hey, 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 hey. We want the St. Louis TV market. We want the St. Louis market for all sorts of marketing and media and all that. We want that We bad. want the money. So we're going to help you do whatever you want to yeah. get out to LA. And they worked like fervently together. To and get the, now and we're a Cincinnati. Why Bengals do you think city? I hate the goddamn city of Kansas City so much? Yeah, and so it's not because if I, you're a Chiefs the, fan, you're I a traitor, kinda. But like, if you're from you're that Swifties, like, I, this has nothing to do with Taylor Swift. Um, J I David hates Taylor. Swift. I do not. I do not. Oh God, he, that's gonna get me canceled. She's a queen. No, nothing else about this episode According is gonna to get a million David canceled. Billion people. Um, that one. That one though. That's the one that'll send everybody into a tizzy. Yeah. So, so there's the precedent. That's there's the precedent. St. Louis in a nutshell. Be, Remember that be one a, time? Be a, be a, also, Bengals, be a it, Bengals fan because they didn't uh, vote. They voted for the, for the St. Louis Rams to stay in St. Louis. And also, they're a lot closer to Kings Island. So, <laughs> Mr. <laughs> are they the. Oh my God. Okay. Any whoosies. No, they're not the. I was going to say the, bear, the Bears are The Indianapolis Colts are one mile oh, closer than the Chicago Bears. One mile. It's, but it's, but Cincinnati's it's not that far. No, it's yeah. it's like six hours and, max. And, and and like twenty minutes from Mason. So oh you know God. what? In a cool city. Cincinnati Share, is a cool city. Shares with St. Louis, uh yes. one of the more pretty drives into a city. If you're coming to St. Louis yes. from the you're, sorry, you're coming to Cincinnati from the south from Kentucky. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you come you come around the hill. And you go over the like, bridge. Oh Cincinnati. Yeah, I remember yeah. doing that when I went to Kings Island. Yeah. Also overrated ballpark. Great American ballpark. Overrated. Everybody seems to love it. It is so bland and boring. I don't like it. Well, it's got um, that big love. So let's go. <laughs> yeah. Um so like the $795 million settlement that we got from the NFL, from owners and Stan um, and the NFL itself, um, actually should have been valued at around $3 billion. Yep. The fact that we only got $795 million is insane. I mean, when in the actuality, actuality is not a real thing. Um, when in reality, we got like $270 million to the city of St. Louis and like 250 of that went to the lawyers, which is insane. The, the fact that it was a settlement means we didn't get enough. It's because it would have been prolonged for another couple years. Which is fair. Which I, I would rather have $3 billion freaking dollars three years down the line. Let's let's move on to Stan a little bit further. Um, so mostly around Walmarts. Like just around Walmarts. He owns a lot of of land. So Stan. Oh. Yes. Oh, so like, like literally. He like, just uh, leverages his marriage to his wife. And the relationship with the Walton family Wait, is he, to is, buy property is he is he bu is he buying that land before there's a Walmart there? Yes and no. It oh, depends okay. on the situation. Sure. Yeah. So Stan and Anne met in Aspen while on vacation, or, or as the tabloids separately. call them, Stan with two ends. That was very good. <laughs> good job. Yeah. 
That was dumb. How dare you do that ever again? <laughs> That's my job here. I don't do any research. <laughs> yes, you do. You do a lot. All right. Um, so outside of that, he also like married up into that, you know, Walton family foundation. He is definitely a Nepo baby in that regard. Right. Cause he just married into the wealth. That is still nepotism. All right. So he owns, and I quote 1.6 million acres of ranches across North America. All right. He famously owns the Wagoner ranch down in Texas, 535 acres Outside of Vernon or outside of, uh, you know, where he lives. Yes. Um, it's over, by the way, if you don't know what 535,000 acres is, that's over 800 square miles. How big is the city of St. Louis? 66 square miles, something 64, like that? 64, yeah, something yep. like that. 800 square miles. Damn. It's just shy of King Ranch for being the largest. It's it's Could have moved the Rams there. Yeah. He owns literally half the size of Rhode Island. He owns literally half the size of Rhode Island in just ranches. So you're saying if he became his own state, he'd still be the smallest one, but not by much. Hey, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, he owns a British Columbia ranch that's bigger than the city of Vancouver. Um, won a 10-year court battle that allows him to bar the public and anglers, fishers, from accessing his land to reach public lakes. These are public lakes that are located within the boundaries of his private property. So he bought the property and made like the public lakes private, but they had been public for so long, like thousands of anglers would go to these lakes to fish. There's no way to fish from a helicopter. <laughs> and the only way to access them was through his property. And he, he won a 10 year legal battle and no, no one is allowed to access it anymore because he's an absolute asshole. He also owns a mansion in Columbia, Missouri, he went to Mizzou. Um, he is the fifth largest landowner in the United States of America. By, by square footage? He is the fifth. Let me say that again. The fifth largest landowner in the United States of America. Think about that. Enos? Mm-hmm. Enos. This, this, is, this, is by, this is by like square, square miles, square He acres. owns 30 million square feet of commercial real estate as well. Yes. Um, I'll talk a little bit. He owns a bunch of ranches. Uh-huh. All right. Does he own any of the stadiums? He, yes, he owns he owns a he own ball ball stadium Wait, Pepsi Pepsi Stadium. He does that, and he owns well. He doesn't own so where's, Pe- where's Pepsi Stadium? Denver. Ah, you um, said you said he owns a bunch of ranches. Owns a bunch. He doesn't. Of he doesn't own Hidden Valley, does he? No. Oh my God, amazing, amazing. All right, so now let's say some other things that he owns with his wife uh-huh. and that you know: Arsenal Football mm-hmm. Club, Rams, obviously the Nuggets, the Rapids, the Avalanche, the Mammoth, all of the Denver clubs besides the Broncos. He owns Mammoth or Lacrosse. But David, I only like esports. Oh, that's great because he owns the Los Angeles Gladiators of the Overwatch League and the Los Angeles Gorillas of the Call of Duty League. How about that? Wow. Does he He's have like esports? Does too. he have like a cool son or something? He's got a son named Josh that owns um, the Nuggets. He's, ah. the, he's the, well, he also owns the Nuggets. Gotcha. Like runs the Nuggets. He is, and this is a real title, the governor of, of the, the Nuggets. nuggets? I don't. I don't know. I don't make it up. It's. it's I just. I, be, I just do the research. I want to be a Nugget Governor. Yeah. For, <laughs> oh my God, Nugget, nugget Governor. New band name, dude. Nugget. Also, like, come on. Also, this Nug shows. Of. This shows. Uh, remember how you know we talked about all the weed we smoked. I just now got <laughs> that there is a second. Like, there's a a coincidental double entendre now with the Denver Nuggets. Oh, sweetie. Anyway, continue. That's cute. All right, so let's talk about his uh, land and the property that he owns. All right, my favorite thing, my favorite thing about Stan Kroenke. He has a $20 million Malibu Barbie beach house. Wait, hold. Mm. An actual Malibu Barbie beach house? Mm -mm. I just like calling it a Malibu Barbie beach house. It's a Malibu beach house. Oh, that's less fun. But it is a Malibu beach house. Um, He bought it for like $8 million. Now it's worth $20 million because that's how... Billionaires make their wealth as real estate. Does he pay Margot uh, Robbie okay. to live there? Probably. Um, is that Malibu Barbie Beach House used to be owned by Dodi Fayed? No. Do you know that name? Dodi Fayed. If you do not, then you weren't around in the 90s. <laughs> Princess Di had plans to move into that home before that car crash. Her and Dodi Fayed 
uh, were lovers of sorts. The crown inaccurately depicts their relationship. I am an avid Princess Di conspiracy theorist. I am hardcore into the Princess Di. I had a purple beanie baby Princess Di. I was into her. I know exactly where I was when she was in that car crash. August 31st, not in 1997. You weren't in that car. I was not in that car. But now... I have done so much insane conspiracy theory nutjob research. He's done, I think he's done Stan Kroenke had plans with Queen Elizabeth all along to off-die. For the house? Establish a deeper relationship with the crown just to take ownership of that property and, more importantly, Arsenal, the football club. <clears throat> I think Stan Kroenke was behind the death of Princess Di and Dodi Fayed. You heard me right. Where was he on August 31st, 1997? I will tell you. If you recall, Stan Kroenke bought 30% of the Rams in 95 with Georgia to bring the Rams to St. Louis, moving the team to his home state and a town supposedly he loved. Yeah, bullshit. In 97, what did he do? He increased his stake in 1997 in August of 97 in the Rams <clears throat> in the Rams. He increased his stick to 40% creating the groundwork for Kroenke sports and entertainment business. All of these meetings and boards were like built and the business was created in 1997 coincidence. Okay, let's move on. The business was officially founded in 1999. Yes. All the groundwork was done. Then he became a minority shareholder of Arsenal in 2007 with that KSE group. Let's dive deeper, shall we? Doug Ellis, the owner of Princess Di's favorite football club, Aston Villa. Harry and William um, are uh, Harry and William both love the club to this day, and they talk about loving the club and going to all sorts of Aston Villa matches. He sold off a crap ton of his shares in May of 1997. Where do you think that money went to? Any guesses? Keep on cooking, baby. Let I us know. I have no idea where this is going. <laughs> Doug Ellis and Stan Kroenke are friends. We're friends. So hold on. Let me. Where do you think? Where do you oh, think I, a I, lot of his KSE and like and dealings with his like knowledge of getting into football? Why? Why a dude from Mora, Missouri, have an interest in freaking international football? All right. In so, night in ninety seven, he had a relationship with this guy. Why, 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 why? Can I, can I, can I attempt? Right. Can I attempt to sum up your very good theory? And not, I'm not even done. I'm not even done. All oh, right, no. go. Um, so, so what you're saying is, what you're alleging, uh, alleg yeah. al alleging, yeah. alleging, is that Stan Kroenke, I'm going to try to lay this out in chronological order. Stan Kroenke, you know, he bought the Rams or became a, Minority owner of the Rams in 95, uh, increased his ownership in 97 to acquire more money to lay the groundwork for an organization that he was going to go and put money into Arsenal and also uh, Aston Villa, for, for which Princess Di's family are fans of. And then he divested his money from that football club that Princess Di's family is fans of just before her death in order to get more money to do something nefarious involving what? Well, who did he meet with in the summer of 1997 besides Mr. Ellis? Has, Stan, has Stan Kroenke ever met the crown? Did he? He met the crown in 1997. <gasps> I rest my case. So, so you know, like Queen Elizabeth? Mm-hmm. And 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 they chatted. Mm -hmm. And so you so you're just like saying, where are the Nixon tapes? I am here for this. By the way, by the way, let's be very clear. This what's all, his, what's hold on, this all might not be true. But what's his motive? Yeah, that's <laughs> the what house. I am so convinced. I have like I've done full on Charlie Day, connecting all the things Pepe with Sylvia. strings. <laughs> Pepe Sylvia, dude. I have gone full Pepe Sylvia. All right. There is, I just don't, I don't understand why this dude from Mora would be like so interested 
in football and and like such an anglophile and mm. like had such a relationship with the owner of Aston Villa and then like had a bunch of weird dealings going on in the same month and like then bought Dodi Fayed's house. So like so, so what that is, is that is so, where they were going to move into. Right. Like so, they were going to David, I believe you. It's so weird. But I, so what is so so tied I believe up. I believe the crown off to die. T- t- uh, yeah, I still believe that's, that. That's, that, that. That's common knowledge, allegedly. Um, I still the, believe it. The here's what I what is missing. I think from my understanding of your very good theory, it's what's airtight. What's what's Cronky's motivation for being involved, and what's Cronky's benefit from being involved? Dude, Kroenke, he is so far removed Sim- from it. Like he's not even like he. He has everything to gain from. Dude, it's all about it's all about Can you name those things? Okay, you ready? <laughs> name has, the motivation, he has name the money, benefit. He has money in like a bajillion things. All right? He is all about creating the diversity of his portfolio. Why he is just using his relationships to elevate his wealth. That's all billionaires think about. Are billionaires people? If we're going to use the idea that billionaires aren't people, Your they words. don't they, you did <laughs> earlier. How like, does then they don't care about these things or where the money comes sure. from? They just care about so, it going up and up and up. So that's it. so well, well, I don't within this. Yeah. What is Kronky's direct benefit from Diana's death? Money. Like I don't think. Like, can you Bill, elucidate that? Can no, you, you can't elucidate on anything. It's money and power. That's literally it. All billionaires care about is money and power. Otherwise, they wouldn't be billionaires. No good billionaires. Fair, fair. All so billionaires. I mean, yeah. Billionaires killed Princess die. The royal family is a human rights violation and justice for die. Continue. Yes, very good. All right. So to like just sum it all up here, and this is the reason I want the I to bring him up is to do something about this. What can we do about this? He is part of something that we can make him no longer part of. All right. What the living world i mean that's <laughs> allegedly he is part of the missouri sports hall of fame what what right why he, and how here's the thing though we can we can get rid of him or he we belongs there he belongs in the missouri sports hall of fame what, what, what as is- i also believe pete rose belongs in cooperstown in the baseball hall. Are you arguing for or against Pete Rose being in Cooperstown? I am arguing for Pete Rose being. So you think Stan it's the Kroenke, Hall of Fame. You think Stan Kroenke should be in the Fame hall of includes infamy. infamy. Okay, okay. Um, this is a weird story you're telling. My push is that I, I don't want him in there. Like, I, like, I'm just saying, like, the argument for him being in there is infamy. Just like I believe Pete Rose belongs in the Hall of Fame because of infamy. I think... I don't, I, think, I don't think that's true. The, David, argu- the, the argument for him being in there is is because he owned a good football team and then did bad things with it later. Yeah. So I think... That's the same thing as Pete Rose being no, the greatest not, hitter no, of all time and did not. bad no, things later. No, it's not. How dare David, you? No, it's He's not. He's the hit leader. David, all That's right. That's not true. Uh, if you if you combine Ichiro's hits from the Japan League, the Nippon League, and the Major League Baseball, it's more than Pete Rose. So, David, here's the thing. I think... I think it, you considered ADHD med- medication? Uh, yeah, I have. Ichiro uh, is going to be a... Um, 100% vote in unanimous in 2025. Yes. Fuck? It <laughs> feels what? like if so that was a bit. David was it? It didn't feel like okay. one. David. <laughs> I mean it feels like it's a unfortunately it's a false equivalency. Uh Pete Rose does belong in the in Cooperstown on his own merits. Gambling's bad, betting on the sport is bad and is a detriment to it, but like he still belongs there on the merits. Agreed. Um Stan Kroenke, I think it would be a test. I think you're, you are right on the fact of this is something that we as the people of St. Louis and as the people of Missouri could like mount a, pub, a PR campaign. And if we could successfully get him expunged from this because he's an asshole, that would be a great headline. That would be cool as shit. Let's do that. I, I, got, I, got, cool. one, I got one better. I want that. Here's, here's what we do. He belongs in the Missouri Hall of Fame. That's fine. I understand arguments for both. What we can do is go deface his 
statue slash plaque slash whatever in the Missouri Hall of Fame. Oh, good point. Just like he defaced his own reputation yes. in the city of St. Louis. Will he still be there? Well, do we still remember the greatest show on turf? We do. Yeah. Well, how should we? If, how should if we? Billionaires can come into our house and shit on the floor. We can go into their house. Yeah. And sh- everybody to the Missouri Sports <laughs> Hall of Fame. <laughs> we're shitting on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. And what else can we say? We can say that this, this is overarching. Overarching is produced at Fly North Theatricals in sunny Grand Center, St. Louis, in residence with the Cranzberg Arts Foundation. Follow us on social media at Overarching ST Lewis. I'm Colin. I'm David. And I'm Bradley. And this was 